0: Welcome, everyone, and thanks for making the time to join us on today's webinar. We have um, Ben Keating, General Manager of Print and Business to Business Revenue at News Corporation, with us today as our guest. So, welcome, Ben. Thank um, you for having me, Ben. I am. Um, we will be discussing what's been happening in newspaper publishing recently, along with some opportunities and tips. We've got about half an hour, so I'll kick off. Um, If you have any questions during the webinar, please put them in the Q&A section that you'll see a button for below, and we'll try to answer as many of these as we can further on in the webinar. And if there's any left over, we'll get back to those individually as well. Um, So, Ben, welcome to today's webinar. Really appreciate you making the time to join us. Once again, thanks for having me, Ben. I'm looking forward to it. Look, I know it's been a really busy time at News Corp over the last few months, and not all of it's been planned or been things you might have expected, I guess. Um, I know you've had weather events, you've had print plan issues. It's fair to say the team at News Corp have had some real headaches to deal with. Um, Can you tell us a bit about um, the impacts of that and how you've been dealing with it?
1: Yeah, Ben, thanks. I think there has overall been four major uh, things that we've had to deal with, especially over the last uh, six to so months. Uh, which has given us a few headaches. Uh, but in most cases, I think we're making some good progress uh, in fixing those uh, moving forward. Uh, the four areas are number one around production. And in particular, this is in uh, Queens, South Southeast Queensland and in Victoria. Uh, the other area is distribution, which is predominantly on the East Coast of Australia. The third one uh, is the weather events, uh, which has impacted our business. And the last one being the, um, the lag impacts of COVID and um, what that has done. And in some ways COVID has affected our business more recently than what it did when we were at the, um, the height of the pandemic uh, back uh, over the last two years. Um, so in terms of production, um, I suppose I want to give some clarity on why we made the changes. And for those people who don't know, um, we have changed our production facilities both in Queensland and in Victoria, Um, and the reason we did that was because we still sell in order of about 650,000 papers a day across uh, the nation, which sort of adds up to 244 million a year. Um, And with that, we had two aging plans that weren't meeting the needs of our consumers and what they wanted now, and definitely probably wouldn't be able to meet um, the reliability um, going into the future. Uh, most importantly, that one being uh, in Melbourne, where our Melbourne print site had reached its end of life. Uh, and that particular print set couldn't print colour. Uh, it could only print colour on certain pages. And our consumers want a better experience by reading the paper. So the business decided that it would invest into a completely new print facility. I suppose this also shows the absolute commitment that News Corp has to print. Um, this news, this new print system has cost us in excess of $55 million, uh, of which 35 in um, building it and putting the equipment in, and then uh, 20 or so on the leasing for the future. So a $55 million investment um, to the future of printing in Victoria. We definitely had some uh, teething problems as as any new press does. And obviously with the impact of COVID and not being able to fly in international specialists who look after the machines, Definitely impacted our ability to be able to think fast when these problems occurred on the floor on particular nights. The positive is that we have seen tremendous improvement in the Melbourne facility and that continues to happen.
0: Uh, thanks for that update, Ben. And look, I can appreciate, and know I've seen behind the scenes just how hard your team have been working to resolve these issues. I know they're frustrating for our members. They just want to get the product in their stores and out to to customers who are, you know, um, still fortunately, um, you know, lining up at their doors some days, um, wanting the product, and, and we love that. So um, yeah. I think we.
1: Hey, I'll just also just quickly um, speak to the other three areas around distribution, whether in COVID because uh, I think it's important to touch on those. Um, as many people would know who have been listening, we had changed our distribution model um, a couple of years back. We first did this in Sydney. We did it in Queensland, and we are still doing it in Victoria, uh, where we have moved to a more distributed focused type model and consolidated the number of agents uh, distributing. Um, this is by no means where we want it to be yet, and we still know we have to do an enormous amount of work to ensure that our papers are getting there on time and in full. But we had to make some of the changes because in certain areas, the amount of handbacks that we were receiving, and sometimes those handbacks with no notice, was leaving our customers in a pretty tricky situation where they wouldn't be receiving the product.
0: Now, thanks for that,
1: Ben. And that's a, a great segue to my next question,
0: which is, I guess, with some of those issues resolved, what's the sort of key focus for you and your team
1: right now moving forward? There's no doubt that the key focus uh, and 100% has to be in ensuring that our product gets produced on time and is distributed on time for all of our retailers. Uh, Some of the areas that we've seen over the last uh, number of months, especially on some of the weekends where we have been late, there is no worse customer experience. And I feel for the retailers who often have to take the front of uh, their customers, who are frustrated that the product isn't there when they want to buy it. So 100% our focus is on producing on time and in full
0: every day. Now that's great news. I think it'll be welcome news to all of our distributors and retailers who have um, been navigating that those issues with you. And um, Another question I was going to ask you is: I know you've been upgrading signage on a lot of stores, which is really um, great news. Um, I think um, I think you know it's really important for our shops to to look current and for News Corp's um, signage to be um, be up to scratch as well. So, can you tell us a bit about how that project's going?
1: Yeah, the project's going really well. Thanks, Ben. There is no doubt that uh, some of our signage out there uh, is from a bygone era and um, they don't necessarily re- reflect the way that our brands look now in terms um, of our brand mastheads and the way that they've been updated. So where is it, where possible, we've been working with retailers um, in certain areas to try and ensure that we can update that external signage on their stores to look and feel like the mastheads they're representing. Um, to date, we've done well over a hundred stores and over the next 30 days, we'll still do another 100 stores. So by the end of August, we look to have about 240 stores completed um, in an upgrade to their signage to ensure that it looks and feels the way that the product that they currently sell does. No, that's, that's great
0: news. I think um, the retailers that are, are, you know, um, getting that done on their stores, I know it's not always easy to make the time and to um, get things organized for that to happen, but it's really worthwhile. I think um, we all can get a bit store blind sometimes, just focusing on the day to days, and it's really good if we can, um, you know, have a good look at the outside of the store and make sure that it's up to scratch. So, I really appreciate the investment there because I know that's it,
1: significant. Correct. Any, any questions that uh, retailers have on that, please ensure they uh, reach out to their News Corp representative to um, have a conversation about what we could potentially do. Terrific.
0: We might get into the weeds of retailing a bit more now. Um, Can you give members any insights on what some of the promotions are that are coming up and any tips you've got for maximising the newspaper category and what you think maybe are some of the most common missed opportunities you see that, that members could benefit from taking up?
1: Yeah, Ben, we, uh, we also always pride ourselves on uh, promotions here at News Corp. And I suppose uh, there are two areas of focus, I suppose, over the coming uh, month or so um, that we'd be liking news agents to focus on, where we believe uh, that they could increase the sales of uh, their newspapers and probably more importantly, uh, ensure that the habit of buying the newspapers daily uh, continues. Uh, The first one is our Winner Weekender promotion. Uh, We do this around this time every year, and it's definitely one of our blockbuster promotions where um, this year we are partnering with uh, Crusader Caravans, uh, and we're giving away in excess of $300,000 worth of prizes, which also include two pretty swanky 2023 RV models Um, as part of the promotion. The promotion will start on Father's Day, which is uh, on Sunday, the 4th of September, and will run for 22 days. Obviously what we want from um, uh, retailers is to make sure they utilize any of the point of sale that they get that. The more that we can communicate that this promotion is on, the more that hopefully customers will get hooked and feel that they want to come back every day to get the code word, to ensure that they have more chances to win. The second area of promotions which we uh, do every year, and it always starts at the beginning of September, is the start of the footy finals era. Uh, Most of our papers are known as the footy papers, um, and it is the key time uh, when customers and consumers really want to read compelling stuff about what their team's doing coming into the final final four weeks of the year. Uh, We'll also do a couple of promotions around that. Um, in terms of posters, um, bumper stickers and so forth uh, to really, really sort of get retailers and also their customers pumped up about supporting their local team coming into the footy final era. Looking forward to it. Um,
0: I think the next one was um, I was going to ask you about is, um, you know, we both have really strong relationships with newspaper distributors and, and, you know, things have been a little bit difficult for them with, um, with some of the challenges that we've been talking about um, and their businesses have
1: changed a lot. Do you have any specific tips for them as well? Yeah. Um, dis- distribution is so important to our business and um, obviously making sure that any of our news the agents are still distributing, um, uh, making sure that they're getting the right amount of product uh, and it's arriving at the right time. Uh, as I said at the beginning of this, I know that we've had some issues um, over the last six months, but those issues are now being sorted through and people should be able to see an improvement in the time that they're receiving their newspapers to distribute. Um, please, if you're not, making sure that you get in contact with new, so we can work on these to fix the problems Uh, because as i said before the number one focus at the moment is ensuring that um, retailers and distributors have the paper at the right time so they can get them out one thing we do know is that a lot of these uh, distributors are doing it fairly tough in terms of increased costs on their business and they would have recently seen and retailers would see that we are about to take a cover price increase across our papers but we've also done an of cycle review of distribution and in particular where it's really hurting around home delivery distribution uh, while i can't announce uh, anything here today i can say that within about the next two weeks uh, we will be issuing a statement uh, about how we're going to be addressing some of that um, distributor remuneration. Now I think
0: that'll be welcome news um, to all of our members. Um, they're all looking for that bit extra in remuneration at the moment, as we know, um, costs are uh, starting to hurt. So really appreciate that. That's great news. Um, Can you also share with us um, any resources and support maybe that News Corporation offer um, retailers and distribution agents that maybe our members aren't fully aware of or you'd like to
1: see them take up more often? Uh, One thing that I I hope that most people do know is that we we do have a dedicated field team. Uh, So we employ our own uh, field team that is there to support you and to help you uh, making sure that you get the right amount of papers and making sure that your shop is set up for success. Um, So if you haven't um, got a area sales manager seeing you, please obviously reach out to Ben and he can forward your details on so we can get someone out there in contact with you um, to talk about uh, your business with news. I think the other area which um, is a little tip which not all news agents might know we do have a program called Prepay and Save. Uh, we currently have about 3,000 customers on this nationally. And it's basically where news agents exclusively can give their customers a 20% discount, in essence. So every fifth paper, the customer gets free. The way that we do this is via the BlueShift terminal. So you have to have a BlueShift terminal to be a part of this. But uh, And if you are interested in being able to give your customers um, an added value that doesn't cost a news agent a cent, plus we will give you a $5 sign-up for every customer that you get onto it, please reach out to Blue Shift, number one, to see if you are eligible for a terminal, and then speak to one of your local news corp representatives about how we can set this store up to promote the offer, which is something that is only for news agents, and it's a saving every day that no one else in the market has. Thanks for that.
0: And are there any other new developments, trends or innovations in your business or in retail more broadly that you'd like to share with members? I know you and I have talked um, before about software investments and driving efficiency for news agents so that they don't need to
1: do as many things when dealing with suppliers. Is there anything happening in that space? Yeah, I think many of the people on the call would know and probably have the frustrations with our our iServices uh, returns portal. Uh, It is something that has been with us for a long time and probably hasn't moved uh, with the same rate uh, of technological advancements as it should. Um, But we will be launching a new piece of software called uh, iDeliver. And all retailers uh, will either get a phone call or email from our customer service team and over the course of the year, we're going to be start to migrate these retailers that we have a direct relationship with um, across to our new returns portal, which is called iDeliver. Um, the great thing about this portal is it is super user-friendly uh, and not just compatible with your desktop. It's also compatible with all your smart devices. So be that your iPad, be that your phone. And it will also allow retailers to do daily returns entries as well as they could be able to claim their missed deliveries um, via the app, um, claim shortages, claim damaged stock, all with the ease which currently doesn't have uh, in the iServices um, software and will also even allow the news agents to change their draw and request draw changes at the ease of just a few clicks so they can also make sure they're getting the right papers when they have hyper-local activities happening in their community. While we do our best to always ensure that news agents have the right amount of stock, we're not always aware of some of the local festivals or local wine festivals that might be happening in their communities. And this way, when they know that there's gonna be an increase of traffic around their store because of these activities, they can bump up their supply to ensure that they're not out of stock while while these things are happening. And sorry, when was that going to be available? So uh, it's It's basically just launched now right. and it will be a rollout that will progressively happen over the next 12 months where it's not like we're turning off services and going straight to iDe- uh, iDeliver. We want to ensure that we take the time and the patience to ensure that everyone goes across, feels comfortable about using uh, the, the functionality of what the app has um, and realise that it will not only save them time, uh, it will be easier, plus it will also give us a, a lot easier way to communicate with people about giving them bespoke communication. Before we're in our services, if there was a particular area that was basically going to be late for whatever reason, we'd normally have to do blanket emails out to everybody, even if that wasn't being affected in that store. I think we will be able to ensure us to make sure that our communication is really, really focused to the handful or the hundreds of um, uh, retailers that may be affected by anything that comes across. So so moving forward, as we try to improve
0: the situation with regards to, you know, on time deliveries and things like that, will that become a better portal for them to communicate about you know late deliveries or shortages and
1: those sorts of things. Absolutely, only with by the touch of the button. and we're also looking for down the track and and, and this will take uh, some time. We would love to get to a point of view where you can even see your distribution vehicle about how far it is away from your store. Okay. I am a little bit like an uber uh, when you can see the car and at what time its estimated arrival is we're looking at some of that functionality so they know if the papers aren't there on roughly what time they will get there.
0: Yeah, I think that's helpful because I'm just sort of looking at a couple of the questions that have already come through. Um, it's around sort of, um, you know, obviously there's still some work to do in improving those distribution times and so on. And I think from a communication point of view, one of the things is how to kind of get ahead of that and and make them feel like, do they understand where they are in the process and, and when things are going to change. So do you think that portal will enable um that process to happen a little bit more um like,
1: yeah, focused absolutely. on their business? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, and that is one of the major reasons I'm doing it. Like our our position is that we would like to ensure that papers are at the store by the time that they open. Now we know that stores around the country all open at different times and, and we have to make sure that we are aware of that but we know the frustration of the fact that you have locals who normally are there before you open your store in many cases and they're there for one reason that is to buy the paper and how frustrating that is for you and also your customer when we're not there and in particular on a weekend where we've probably had the biggest problems where our, our papers are significantly bigger and the bulk sizes are bigger um, and we know that we've have to work harder on the weekends to ensure that our product there is at the right time. But it it is our position that we believe that we should try and be there by the time that you open every day.
0: No, that's great, and you know it's that that ritual that we don't want to break. So um, I appreciate that you're um you're working on that, and there's a couple more questions on that, but I'll come back to them afterwards. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I was going to touch on, Ben, you've been involved in our industry think tank sessions that Arna's been hosting since the beginning of COVID. Look, we've been working with a range of suppliers in the industry on issues like resilience, sustainability, um, how to make our member businesses more efficient, more profitable, and how we can improve industry standards um, to drive that greater customer engagement. And one of the first major initiatives to come out of that is our new Boost Your Business online industry skills training that we're going to be actually launching this week, um, which News Corp has kindly supported for members. Can you tell us why you think you know that initiative in particular and I guess initiatives like the Think Tank are important for the industry?
1: I think it's an amazing initiative, uh, boost your business. Uh, I think most people might have seen in my bio that I spent many of my year uh, in FMCG, and and one of the things I draw parallels to is um, the independence of what the news agent is versus um, sort of the independence of what an IGA supermarket is, um, in how that they are all forms of the same function, but they're all owned differently and aren't necessarily all set up. Um, the same way as uh, some of uh, your competitors out there. So what I think it does is it enables you to be the best that you can be. There is There are fantastic retailers out there and there are ones that probably need to improve to ensure that they're not tarnishing the brand um, of what news agents are. And this is one of the key things that they found in IGA was how they could keep their, their top IGAs at the level they were and be really, really proud of that and showcase that while helping the ones that were probably aren't as performing as well and not showcasing the way that they should be, how they could lift that and make them more consistent. Because as a, as a customer, you want a consistent experience about what you should expect in some of these outlets without taking away the individuality of what these stores are. Because the great thing about the news agent is the fact that they can be hyper-local and serve their community and the community wants that they want. But I think the great thing about Boosted Business, especially if you're a newcomer to the industry, it gives you fundamentals about what your key categories are and how that you should run those key categories and also better ways in managing your cash flow and managing your profitability, your in-store theatre and your, your footfall. Uh, and I think the more that, that retailers take the opportunity to learn from, I suppose, the category experts in their in-particular categories that they look after they'll be able to mould some of those insights to what best suits their store and what best suits their local community. I think so
0: and I think it's a good um, good example the IGAs and no you know some of the IGAs used to be
1: awful but these days they're generally pretty amazing. And uh, well, I actually think the IGA the the, the good independents are the best in the like the best outlets in the country, be that in a supermarket or in the, in a convenience or small business.
0: Yeah, know, they've really changed their businesses, and a lot of that is you know it, um, takes leadership from the owners, but it also takes a lot of um, training of the staff to really you know see that vision through. So uh, that's what we're hoping to do, and um, appreciate your support on that. Um, last question i was going to ask you i mean obviously we represent lottery agents as well as news agents and i'm sure you love your lottery agents but um i wanted to ask you what do you love about news agents or think makes them unique and better than the larger chain stores when it comes to newspapers and so on
1: well i definitely love them when i win that's for sure ben (laughs) unfortunately it's not often enough but um i think what i love mostly about news agents and, and and Sort of layers back to my point beforehand. A lot of the news agents' customers, are, are competitors, are supermarkets, big PNC stores that are absolute cookie, cookie cutters in the way that they look and feel. You go into any Woolworths, it looks exactly the same. Whereas the great thing about being independent, you know your community, you know what your local uh, your local customers want, and you can build a retail experience around that and offer your community what they want and need. Um, and you're also the community hub. It's where half the time you go up and have a bit of a chat about what's happening in the community. The news agents have always been the place where people go to, to sort, of, sort of catch up in what's happening in that community and being that leader in, the, uh, in that neighborhood. And I think that's incredibly special and something that we should never lose. No, thanks. So that's a still pretty important to News Corp then. Uh, more than 50% of our revenue uh, revenue and volume go through our uh, news agent uh, business. So it is our most important and biggest channel. Terrific.
0: Now I've got a couple of questions from members. Um, now the first one is um, with the prepay and save, someone was asking about um, is the iPad available to all news agents
1: um, or can anyone access prepay and save? Yeah, so um, you can only access it through a BlueShift terminal, which is in essence, an iPad. Um, And I'm pretty sure that if you don't have uh, the details for BlueShift, we can uh, forward those to you to get in contact with them uh, and they can come and install that iPad. And obviously that BlueShift iPad allows a number of other things to be done. We'll talk about one of those, but anyway, that's okay. (laughs) Um, But it does offer another um, other types of functionality. But uh, we need to have something that is uh, that can put all the information together so we can process it, and that has to run on um, a third party. Okay, terrific. And the other question I had is um, about
0: addressing um, deliveries of papers to retail outlets who open. Um, much earlier, like some outlets that open at 6am, um, they're asking could, um, could News Corp prioritise their deliveries over outlets that maybe open a bit later, this would increase um, retail sales. Is that something with the new portal that they can communicate and, you know, there might be a possibility of rejigging some of the um, delivery routes around making sure that we get them to
1: those stores that open earlier? Yeah, I wouldn't leave that for the portal, I'd leave that, I would start that with a conversation uh, with News Corp. Um, um, For those people to to find out who they're, uh, if they can give you information to you, we can get them in contact with their local area sales manager. Uh, It is something that we'll always endeavour to make sure that the papers are there when the store opens. The only thing where sometimes it comes into difficulty is that we have to do what we call truck trips Because we deliver the 10,000 outlets, we can't be zigzagging around the country um, or some places wouldn't get their papers until 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. But there is some things that we can do around primary and secondary freight and somewhat times the way that we sequence drops. So it's definitely something worthwhile having a conversation with us and there is the possibility that can happen. Okay, I'll pass on the details of that inquiry and we'll see if
0: we can um, can assist to make that better. Um, look, thank you, Ben. That's been a terrific um, chat today. Um, really appreciated um, getting an update on everything that's happening. Um, also appreciate, you know, there have been some challenging times, um, not all of them uh, News Corp's fault. Um, some of them are, you know, just going through that um so I suppose some of those transitional steps with new print centres and so on, and um, and those things always bring difficulties. But um, I know from my uh, communication with your team, with yourself, um, that everybody you know wants to get those newspapers there um, as soon as possible, and that you're working towards improving that, which we really appreciate. And also yeah. want to acknowledge the support on remuneration because um, I know a lot of members are um, looking out for that, and um, and that'll be welcome when when it comes through. So thank you for that.
1: And I just like, and I, I want to thank everyone's patience, uh, especially in areas that have been impacted by production or distribution. Uh, it definitely uh, is not the way that we want it uh, to be, but I can assure you the reason that we've invested as heavily as we have is because we want to be in the newspaper business for a significant period of time, and where the lease on the current uh, place in Victoria is ten years. So that gives you some sort of view of uh, exactly how much at least we think that we'll be selling newspapers for, that we're, we're committed to 10 years into this lease and that we are committed to our print product. Although we do have a digital product, uh, which is also important, uh, print still remains to drive the primary driver of our business's revenue. Uh, and we want to extend the, the runway and the footprint of print for as long as we can.
0: Thanks for that. And it was interesting listening to the, those numbers that it is a big investment and that they are still big numbers that um, that we're selling every day. And we uh, certainly uh, want to make sure that that continues for as, as long as possible. So thank you for your time today, Ben. Really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody who joined us today. And um, stay safe and we'll talk to you all soon.
1: Thanks, Ben.